Welcome back to the show. My name is Angelique Velez. I am the CEO and founder of Breakups to Makeup, and you are listening to the Hey Glow Friend podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. If this episode is of any value to you, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend, as that is the only way I'm going to be able to spread the word about the podcast. We are also having a giveaway if you want a chance to win a super cute Hey Glow Friend tote. All that you have to do is leave a review wherever you are listening, and you will automatically be entered. So thank you so, so much in advance. All right, glow friends, so for today's episode, I have a recorded seminar that I did with the Coming In Clutch Club called Launching Your Brand. So I'm giving my tips and tricks on what I have done and what has worked for me in regards to launching a brand. So I hope you guys enjoy. Um, And there's so much more within the club as well. I know I talk about it all of the time. The doors are closed at the moment, but you can DM me or go to any of my links on social media and you will find the link for the wait list. As soon as the club is opened up again, you will get first dibs. So I hope you enjoy. Any questions, let me know and feel free to ask anything also over on the Hey Glow Friend Facebook group. Until next time, glow friends, when I shine, you shine, we shine together. Enjoy. Bye. All right, everyone, welcome to this seminar. Today, we are going to be talking about launching your brand, and I'm going to be going over some tips that have helped me throughout the years with launching my brands, whether it was being a makeup artist, breakups to makeup, my makeup mastermind, all the different things. So uh, yeah, so we'll get right into it. And it is interactive. So if you have any questions at all, feel free to ask throughout the seminar. Okay, let's get started. So launching your brand. The first thing I have here is just start. So I feel like this is the biggest and most important thing, which is why I have it first. A lot of us sit on an idea and we kind of let it marinate. We go back and forth. We think of all the reasons why not to do it or all the reasons why we don't have it set and ready to go. And my advice to you, honestly, is to just start and do it Um, right now. It's not going to be perfect, but you have to start. I always say done is better than perfect. And I know this is really hard for a lot of us, which is why I like to repeat it over and over again, but it's never going to be perfect. I I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but flow with me on this only because especially when you put it out there and even if you think that you have everything completely perfect, something is going to change. Um, So for me, I can give you a really great example about that. When I first launched Breakups to Makeup, if you guys remember, I launched with the canvas bags. They were individually screen printed. They were beautiful. They were on natural canvas material. And as soon as I launched, the feedback that I got immediately was from makeup artists. We want them on like black, either black canvas or something that can be easily wipeable and easily cleaned. So I I still did my launch and I still have those bags to this day, but I quickly took that advice uh, or the, the recommendations and I 
turned it around and I started creating new products. And if you look behind me, I have like the wipeable version now. So things progressed, but had I not put the initial concepts out there, I would have never even thought to do that, if that makes sense. The same thing goes with like my makeup mastermind. When I first my, uh, launched my makeup mastermind, it was a mastermind program. I was like, it's going to be a three month program. I'm going to cap it at 10 members. That's what it's going to be. And that's that. And when I launched the feedback that I quickly got was that you guys wanted things a little bit longer. You wanted it ongoing. You wanted something that you can always refer back to, which then had me launch the club. And that's when my wheels started to turn. I was like, all right, let's do this club version where it's open. We have monthly meetings. So once again, getting that feedback and putting it out there, had I not done that, I wouldn't have progressed to the club. And now I'm progressing to even one-on-one, like high-end one-on-one mentorship, which was something that I got from recommendations, from putting what I put out there. So don't sit on the idea I have here. If you can't go a day without thinking about it, it is meant for you. You need to do it. Like these are ideas that are being implemented on, on, onto us for a reason. Um, so like each of you are getting your own ideas and you need to follow through with those. They're, they're being given to you for a reason. Do it. Don't sit in it. Don't wait. Launch. Do it now. Just start. So that's my first bit of advice. The second thing that I have here is you are the brand. And I will say it again. You are the brand. It's so important to realize that no matter what it is that you're doing or what you're selling, if it's a product-based business, if it's a service-based business, the brand is you. People are supporting you because of you, your story, what you're putting out there, your journey, because they relate to you in some type of way. And I know for us as entrepreneurs, as business owners, this is a hard one because a lot of us are introverts like myself. I'm a total introvert, believe it or not. Um, we don't really like to put ourselves out there on social media, um, even at networking events. I know sometimes it's hard to get out there and talk to people, but we are the brand. You are the brand. So th these are things that you're going to want to start doing and start getting accustomed to doing. I have here, tell your story. So club members, you already know this month's um, theme. The theme of this month in the club is telling your story. And I cannot reiterate how important it is to start telling your story, which is why I'm challenging each of you to not only tell it in our private text messaging group, Telegram is what we use, but also to post it in our Facebook group, um, in the My Makeup Mastermind Facebook group. By the end of this month, I really do challenge you guys to do that. The more you tell your story, the easier it's going to be for you to start telling it. Um, and I'll break that down even more just to help you guys out a little bit. For myself, I like to do like three chapters. So the way I kind of tell my story is I'll start off with um, like birth, <laughs> birth, where I'm from, who I am. Um, and then like kind of birth to college is kind of where I, I stopped my first chapter of my story and just talking about like how I went to the University of Miami and then I got my master's at Hofstra and, and um, talking about that portion of things. And then my second chapter is when I dove into makeup artistry and I kind of talk about, so that way the first chapter, people can kind of relate to you a bit. They see like your journey, where you're from, where you've been, what you've done. 
kind of that part. And then the second chapter for me is my, I want to say like my first career, if that makes sense. So I talk about being in a nine to five environment, being in a nine to five job, having that experience, and then having to make the tough decision to leave that experience, to go into entrepreneurship and, and to go into freelancing. And the reason why I see that in the middle is I want those that are currently in full-time jobs to understand that I know where you're at. Like I relate to you. I feel you. I understand you. And I know how hard it is to leave an environment where you're getting like the cushiony health benefits and the steady paycheck and knowing all that and dipping into the freelance world or the entrepreneurial world where you don't know where your next check is coming from. So I want to make that connection with people because I understand both aspects. Um, and then within that too, there are a lot of entrepreneurs that keep their full-time jobs. They may love where they are at full-time and then they want to do, you know, their brands part-time. So I relate to them too. So that's why I kind of say that in the middle, that's the second chapter of my story. And I talk about that. And then I talk about becoming a makeup artist. And then within that story, I kind of dabble a little bit of how I started breakups to makeup. And then the third chapter of my story is where I talk more about being an entrepreneur and founding breakups to makeup, which led me to founding my courses and programs and my makeup mastermind. So that's my third chapter. So that's going to look different for each of us, obviously, but I hope that helps in breaking down your story a bit, because I really do challenge each of you to tell it. I would say the best thing to do is literally just to hit the record button, like have your phone in front of you, or if you're recording on your computer, hit record and just start talking. Because like I said, the more you tell your story, the more it's gonna be second nature to you. Like, so for example, for me at trade shows, if you guys have been following me, you know, with breakups to makeup, our bread and butter prior to COVID was trade shows. Like we would be at trade shows at least twice a month. I would be traveling all the time to trade shows. And I had the story down. It's also kind of called an elevator pitch, if that makes sense too, like kind of telling the brand story. As soon as people come up to the table, I would tell the story within a minute's time period. Like that's how experienced I was with telling the story, but it took time. It didn't just come overnight. Like, oh, let me just tell you the breakups to makeup story under a minute. It really took me years to kind of finagle it into that little small chunk. And now I could do it with my eyes closed. But I will say now with like the, my makeup mastermind, the mentorship program, all the coming in clutch, trying to tell that story. I'm not there yet. Like I have to tell it a couple of times. Like I really have to practice more. So that way I get it in the under a minute point, but you have to practice and you have to start. So I encourage, and I don't even know what word is stronger than that. Please go and take me up on this challenge and go on telegram even more so than that, go on our Facebook group and tell your story. Just hit the record button and start telling. It's a safe environment. That's the place where you want to do it. So that way we can get to know you better. Uh, Monique says, oh, yes, I have to do that. Yes, you do, Monique, please. And we would love to hear because I know from you, yours is so, and I don't want to tell your story for you, but it's such an interesting one because you literally less than a year ago put out into the universe what you wanted and it's coming to you. So we would love to hear that portion of your story. Um, Christina asks, should our story be a certain amount of time similar to an elevator pitch, which is 30 seconds? That is a great question. Yes eventually. But right now, I don't want you to focus on that because if you really continue to focus on the time and if you're looking like well, when you press record, if you're looking at the timer, you're going to miss parts of your story. So my advice to you right now is just to hit the record button, practice in Telegram, 
practice in our Facebook group, hit record, see how long it takes you. Maybe even before doing that, let's take a couple steps back. Maybe in your journal, write down the three chapters of your story. Like, what does that look like? First chapter would be born in New York, blah, 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 like all those things, maybe up to college, very, very, you know, bullet pointed, like very short and sweet. Second chapter is boom, 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 maybe five bullet points. Third chapter is boom, 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 five bullet points. And then go on, hit the record button, have that paper in front of you and just talk and then see how long it takes you. Even if it takes you 20 minutes, you know, 20 minutes will be the max you will definitely get it down from there. And then the more you do it, yes, you will get your elevator pitch to the 30 second mark, if not a minute. Um, I like to say a minute, but you're right. 30 seconds is great. People have short attention spans. So the quicker you can do it, the better, but don't concern yourself with that right now. I really want you to focus on actually telling the story because that's the hardest part. As soon as you start hitting record and it's like the, the lights on, you're like, okay, I'm on get over that fear first. And that's why I'm saying practice as much as you can use our group to your advantage for that. Like I said, it's a very safe environment. We're not going to make fun of you. We're going to egg you on and cheer you on and make sure you feel good no matter how many times you have to do it. Okay. But tell your story. Any other questions about telling your story or just starting? Because I feel like even for both of you, both points resonate a lot. So if you have any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat but these are really, really key points. All right. So we're all going to tell our stories this month, right? Yay. Okay. Number three. Oh, actually, you know, back to telling your story. I'm so sorry. There was another point that I wanted to say in regards to that. Even if you feel like what you are going through or what you're talking about isn't important, tell your story. And then the other thing I have with that is take, take your followers through your journey. And I'm going to tell you guys a little story. This is a mistake I would say that I made within my own business. When I first had Bray Bray. So if you guys know my brand breakups to makeup, the premise behind it, I started the brand after going through a really, really bad breakup. It was awful. I was, I was my whole world was flipped upside down. Didn't know what to do with myself. Um, I was in a really dark place. I didn't even want to leave my apartment. The only thing that got me to leave my apartment was my job, which was as a makeup artist, doing makeup on others, seeing how they felt after getting their makeup done, started to make me feel better about myself. Um, and that's when I launched the brand. So the whole premise behind the brand was a breakup. And anything I posted, the reason why I was getting so many followers is because I shared my story and I, I, I shared how upset I was. And I would post things like, forget men, men stink, yay for women and breaking up and like, go you. Like it was all surrounded. All of my content was surrounded around going through a breakup and trying to empower people that were going through that time that the same time that I was. So fast forward, you know, and we're talking fast forward, like I, I you know, I'm, I'm in a new relationship, um, I'm engaged, I have my son, all these different things happening. And I'm like, oh, no, like, I'm in a happy place with that. I didn't want to post any of it because I was like, all of my followers, like, we're all we all like uh, have the thing in common about going through the breakup and everything I posted about the breakup and, and quotes to that. So I didn't post about Braylon at all on breakups to makeup. It was crazy. Like I felt, I, I felt like it didn't fit and I didn't know what to do. And even on my personal page, I would post on my personal, but it was really my business page. And when I tell you, I regret doing that, you guys, 
like I said in the beginning, the brand is you. Your followers want to go through your journey because they support you. They want you to be happy, obviously. And they want to be there through you, with you throughout the ups and the downs. So by me not posting, I didn't take them through that journey from when I was pregnant and when I first had Bray Bray and all these like miracle type, they like crazy happy things. And I didn't bring them on the journey. And all of a sudden I'm like, here's my son. I'm a mom now. So there was like a little bit of a of a break in there, if that makes sense. And they're like, what happened? Where'd you go? I was like, MIA. So I really do regret that. And I lost followers during that time. I wish I had just been open and honest and taking them through my journey because there's nothing wrong with that. That's life. That's what's going to happen. You're not going to be in that phase of your life the whole time. Your brand is going to change just like you change. So it's so important. Like, for example, if you're in a full-time job now and you decide to leave that job and pursue being an entrepreneur and a brand owner, take us through that journey. If you, you know, do one brand and then maybe that doesn't work and you decide to do something else and sell something else, take us through that journey as well. Be open, be honest. That's what people want right now. So it use my story just to relate and know that everything you're going through, someone is going to resonate and relate to, even if you think that you're not doing anything that crazy. So like me being home with Bray Bray and like breastfeeding and stuff. I was like, nobody wants to hear about this stuff, but I promise you people probably did. So there's like a little, a miss in there within my journey. And I do regret that. So I like to tell that story. So make sure take us through everything. Someone, even if just one person resonates it, that resonates with it, that's that one person. So do it for them and always think about that person. So take us through your whole journey. Okay. I will move on now. <laughs> the third one is talk about it. And I know this is a hard one. So you want to talk about your brand, talk about whatever it is that you're launching, talk about your services, talk about your products over and over and over until your face turns blue. You're not talking about it enough. I could tell you that right now, even if you think you are. Um, so you're going to have to kind of get over that feeling in reality, only three to 5% of our followers see what we're posting when we post. Only three to 5%. So you're working on this amazing post, taking all this time, getting a great graphic, getting a great picture, and then getting a great, um, you know, words to go underneath the picture and all that content. And only three to 5% of your followers are seeing what you're putting out there. So you have to talk about it over and over and over again. I have here over and over to the point until it makes you feel uncomfortable talking about it. That's when you know, and then talk about it more. How about that? Um, and I have here, think outside of the box when you're sharing the information too. It's not about hitting the post button every day and posting something daily and then thinking that's enough. Especially when you're first launching, you really wanna think outside the box. Once again, only three to 5% of the people following you are seeing what you're posting. So that means when I say think outside the box, share it with them. Like think about people who you think would genuinely want to see the post that you put out there. And then you know that share button, share it and DM it to them, private message it to them, copy the link, send it via text message, copy the link, send it via email or even write an email with the post. Like you could use the same context that you put in the post in an email. So think about different ways that you can share, not only just posting, because not everyone, barely anyone is seeing that. So you really want to think outside the box. Um, 
I have here advertised everywhere. Think, think about it, like especially local within your community. So you want to try to do that. I have on your car, local newspaper, I'll backtrack on the car. It's a really cool thing. Like you can even do like bumper stickers or certain cars. You can get like skins on the car and it's not so bad if you, if you keep it small um, in front of your house, you can have signs as well, community events, really try to think outside the box where you're able to connect with people. But once again, you want to be talking about it over and over and over again. I have it here incorporated into your everyday life. You are not bothering anyone. I promise. I know that's a thought that we have. We think, oh my gosh, these people are going to think this is all I talk about. They're going to think I have, I have nothing else to say. Um, but, oh, the sound is going in and out. Oh no. Sorry, everybody. Can you hear me now? If you could give me a thumbs up, if you can hear me. Oh no. Okay, perfect. All right, I'm gonna keep going. If it does, just let me know, but I have full bars, so I don't know what's happening. Um, I say I have here incorporated into your everyday life. You are not bothering everyone, anyone I should say. <laughs> and I know that's something that we think, oh my gosh, these people think this is all I can talk about. But if they're friends and they support you, it's okay. Like keep talking about it. Um, and I have here, don't be nervous to ask. You're not gonna get anything unless you ask for it. A lot of times, um, friends and family, they, they're not entrepreneurs a lot of the time. So that's why you know it's great to connect with other entrepreneurs, those that are going through the same journey that you're going through, because we're gonna understand you. But they don't realize how much a like on social media can help or how much a share on social media can help us. So ask, ask for it. I, I've even done posts where I make a list, like here are ways other than purchasing that you can help me out. Write a review, share with a friend, tag someone underneath, um, sharing the post on your own page. Because remember, they have a bunch of followers that you may not have. So all of those are free things that they can do to help and they're willing to help, but you have to ask. They don't know that these are the things that they need to do. So don't be scared to do that either. Um, and I think the biggest thing from this one is in just incorporating it into your everyday life. So if you take the tip before that you are the brand, this is you, this is your livelihood. You wanna try to incorporate it as much as you can. And after a while, it's going to be seamless and it's going to come totally natural. Like for me, when I'm on vacation, believe it or not, that's like the time where I make the craziest connections. It's so funny. Like I'll be taking a break and then all of a sudden I meet someone who might know someone. I'm like, oh my God, I have this brand. And then we start talking. I just incorporate it into my everyday life and it's seamless. And I, I really encourage you guys to do that as well. All right. Any questions about those three key points before I move on? And I hope you can hear me. All right, so I'm gonna move on. If you have any questions, just drop them in the chat. All right, the fourth thing. Oh, I'm so glad I'm resonating with you. Oh, good, yay. The fourth thing here, listen to feedback. And I mentioned this before. So once again, we'll go back. Done is better than perfect. Whatever you're sitting on right now, I encourage you, I implore you, just put it out there, see what happens. And then listen to the feedback. It's so important um, from clients and followers. Once you put it out there, 
from, so for example, for me, I'll give you another story. When I first, first launched Breakups to Makeup, we launched with the canvas clutches, like I told you guys earlier and quickly. So I did a soft launch amongst my uh, friends who were makeup artists. So I did it kind of, you know, on Facebook, personal friends and family, makeup artist friends. I made sure to like send them the link to the items directly via text message, email. And I really wanted to hear what they had to say. And instantly everybody was like, I want this on a t-shirt. I need a t-shirt. I need a t-shirt right now. So I knew, okay, the next step is apparel. We have to dip into apparel. And I literally did it probably within a week's time period, got it all started and ready to go. But had I not put it out there, I wouldn't have known that that was what people wanted. And that's how I progressed within my brand as well. Um, the color, I already told you the story of the color with the clutches, incorporating the black, incorporating them that they're easily wipeable. All of that was feedback. The same thing with my makeup mastermind, opening the club, that was feedback from you guys. So I always, always, always listen to my consumers, customers, followers. I want to hear what they have to say. I want to see what they want to see next from the brand as well. It's so important to me. And that's why I encourage you guys just start and then listen to the feedback afterwards. Number five is staying consistent. So this one is a really important one, especially when you're first, it's always important, but it's especially important when you're first starting your brands. And I'll give you a couple of examples here. So staying consistent to me means working on the brand consistently as well. So for example, if you are in a nine to five job environment, or if you're working constantly and you're doing the brand part-time, it's really important to stay consistent at least minimally 15 minutes of your day daily working on the brand. And I know 15 minutes doesn't sound like a lot, but I would rather you try to do the 15 minutes then nothing at all, if that makes sense. So like you could have it where it's like one day, oh, you work on an hour and then that's all you work on it that week. It's actually better every day for that week, seven days a week, you're doing it 15 minutes a day because you'll get the momentum rather than doing it the one hour a week and then doing another one hour, another week, it's too spread out. So if you're able to do it consistently, at least 15 minutes a week, 15 minutes, excuse me, a day, minimally, you're going to see many more results from that than spacing it out so much. Ideally, it's up to you how much time you're able to work on it every single day, especially if you are working full time. Um, but like I said, just try to get those 15 minutes in. And if you're able to dedicate more than that, great. Um, if not, then it's 15 minutes a day and that's going to add up for you. Also consistency. Oh, I have here small steps will give you big results. Always remember that small steps will give you big results. And I know I always talk about the gym. I'm like the worst because I don't go as much as I would love to, but I am consistent. I make sure I go Monday, Wednesday, and Friday minimally. Um, so you see results with the gym. Am I right? Like if you go every Monday, only on Mondays, you're not really going to see the results. But if you stay to a consistent schedule, even if it's a small chunk of time after a while, you're going to see those results. So it's the same thing with launching a brand. You want to stay consistent. Um, I have here as well, consistency, whether it's with social media, emails, lives, etc. So that's the second part to the staying consistent. You want to set the tone with your community. So if you're telling your followers that you're going to be sending a weekly email out every Thursday, send your weekly email out every Thursday. You've made a commitment to them. So, and yes, you're going to take breaks here and there. I understand that. I get it. 
But once you set the tone, you want to follow through with that. It's the same thing for social media. If you say to your followers, you're going to be posting every Tuesday and Thursday, stay consistent and post every Tuesday and Thursday because they're going to start looking out for those posts. Um, same thing with lives. If you're going to go on live every let's say once a week and you say it's gonna be every Wednesday at noon, show up every Wednesday at noon. And I will say this, I'm not saying to do all of these things. That's not what I'm saying at all because that's a lot and I get it. I would say in the beginning, pick one or two that you're able to stay committed and consistent with and follow through with those. My biggest thing, if you guys wanna hear from my perspective, email is huge. So um, it's so important to start gathering your email list right away. That's another regret I have with Breakups to Makeup. If you've been following the podcast, then you know. Um, when I first launched the brand, Instagram had I don't want to say it just started because it had launched prior, but I guess it start, It just started to become popular. So that was my focus. I was like, oh, I, I want to you know, focus on Instagram. I want to build up our Instagram account. But I really wish I had done both email and Instagram. And the reason why I say, you know, email versus social media, email is way more important. If you guys remember last week, what happened when Instagram and Facebook both went down for the entire day. We don't own those sites at all. We don't own our followers on those sites. Anything can happen and it can be taken away from us. You've, I'm sure you've heard stories of people's accounts being hacked and then they lose their account. You cannot count on social media to bring everything in for you because it could be gone overnight, right? So with your email list, however, you can take that with you. You can go from different like MailChimp to Flotus to whatever and bring those contacts along with you. So I really would focus on that as well as one of the other things. So that would be my advice to you. And once again, I really wish that we had done that in the beginning because we have a big, and I'm, you guys know I'm always transparent. We have a big difference between the amount of followers we have on social versus the amount of email subscribers we have. And now I'm trying to pick up the pieces within that. So I would rather you guys start with the email and getting those in and then bringing those followers along with you throughout your journey. Um, yes to feedback, Monique says, and she says, I always worry about not staying consistent enough. So I would love to address that just really quickly because I know we all feel that way. Um, and that's why I say it's up to you to set the tone. So when it comes to email as well, weekly is best if you can, but in the beginning, you're doing a million things. So, and it's usually just you doing everything. So if it's bi-weekly, fine, it's bi-weekly. Just let them know they'll be getting an email every other week. That's it. And then if you want to change it later and make it weekly, cool. With social media, yes, we all know saying, you know, doing it daily and trying to get on there as much as you can is the best way to get out there. However, you it's quality over quantity. So you want to make sure whatever you're putting out there is of quality. So if that means two times a week, Tuesday, Thursday, then it's two times a week, Tuesday, Thursday. Even if it's just once a week, you're not going to get so much traction with once a week. I will tell you that. But if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. And you set the tone. You have to listen inside of you to feel and listen to your gut as to what feels good for you and for your brand and put that out there and then set the tone that way. And remember, you can always change it. Remember, you can always take a break. I don't want you guys seeing they're like, oh my God, I have to get this email out on Thursday. And then there's like, 
like everything's happening around you. And the last thing you're thinking about is the email. And then you think of that you're a failure because you didn't get that email out Thursday. The biggest thing is you, your health, your mental health, your well-being. So that that comes before everything else I'm talking about. So I do want to say that. However, when you set the tone, try to follow through with it. And then if you're not able to, I've literally sent emails that were like, I'm so sorry, Glow Friends. You guys know my community is the Glow Friend community. I didn't send an email last week. This is what happened. Braylon was home, blah, 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 da, 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 da. And I'm like, it was crazy. So thank you for understanding. Here's the topic of this week. Just like that. All right. So I hope that makes you feel better. You can, you know, put the schedule out there, stick to it as much as you can. But if you can't follow through one week, it is what it is. The world's not going to end. Okay. All right. So that's staying consistent. Number six, and you already know, if you're here, you already know, it's all about community, 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 make sure to have a community you can rely on. And I cannot say this enough. I don't know why people don't, don't stress this enough. You're when, especially when you first start out, but throughout your journey, a lot of times you feel alone. You're like a one person show. You're doing all the things wearing all the hats, answering all the emails, sending out all the packages, doing all the admins. It's all you. And if you don't have a community surrounding you of like-minded individuals that understand exactly what you're going through, it's so much easier to give up. And I'm not going to lie to you. It really is because there's no one keeping you accountable. Um, so it's so important to have that community. And also that community is the one that's going to inspire and empower you as well. They're going to remind you what a badass you really are. You need to have that community. Um, like-minded individuals who understand what you're going through. The community needs to be um, those, like I said, that you can rely on. Those individuals you can also collaborate with. So keep in mind, a lot of, I always say it's collaboration over competition. Even if you guys have a similar product or a similar service, it's so important that you can collaborate with one another to get each other out there because you're dealing with two different kind of client lists, if that makes sense, different followers. So it, it's always collaboration over competition. Um, I see I have here go to events, Zooms, classes, anything dealing with personal development, personal growth, all of those things are so important. And within that, and I don't have it written here, but I just want to say investing in yourself is so important as well. Because when you invest in yourself, it comes like three times more than even more than that sometimes. So we really need to talk about this more because it's so important. So I, and I know you guys are here, so you know this already because I preach about it all the time. I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for my community and those surrounding me. Also, it, if it wasn't for me having a coach, I have my own coach as well, you guys. I not only do it, I have my own. So I practice what I preach. Um, I, I have, I mastermind groups, I attend those as well, personal development, classes, courses, all of that. And it really takes me to the next level because it reminds me all the time that what I want to do is possible. Rather than, and I don't want to get gloomy doomy, but like if we see those around us leading their everyday life, a lot of it's really negative, right? So we need to take ourselves out of that mindset and really look at what is possible and what others are doing, because that's going to inspire and empower us to keep going and to do more because we see other people doing it too. 
Uh, Monique says, my makeup mastermind really helped me and still does. Oh, Monique, thank you so much. I really appreciate you saying that. That's exactly why I created it. I, I really feel like there's not enough communities like that out there. And we need that. And I'm going to say this, you guys, especially as women of color especially as women of color. And that is my goal to really empower women of color because we need to see it more. There are not enough of us out there doing it. We need to do it and show others that it's possible so they think it's possible too, because it is. So, and we're gonna show them, right? Uh, so it's all about that community and it's all about linking with those like-minded individuals. And with that too, once again, don't be scared to ask. Don't be scared to ask the community for things. Don't be scared to put yourself out there. And I'm saying this specifically to my club members. You have to put yourself out there, especially with each other. If you're not putting out what you want into the universe, it's not going to come to you. It can't just be in your mind, right? Even like when I meditate, I know it's going to sound cray cray, but y'all already know me. I'm literally like talking like, please, or God, universe, someone guide me. But that's not even enough in my mind. Like I have to get it out there to others too and tell others my wants and asks so that way they can propel it and push it forward too. And that's why we did the Reiki session. It's so important for you guys to put it out there. So please let us know your goals. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know your flies, your fails, all the things. That's why I have all those things set up the way that I do. And I, I challenge you guys to do them. Once you put it out there, there's no going back. And I know it's scary, but this is where we want to be, right? So we have to put it out there. Okay. Uh, Monique says, yes. <laughs> All right, the seventh thing here, and this is a big, I, they're all big, but you guys know I always say that. Focus on the needle movers. So once again, focus on the needle movers. There's a lot of fluff out there that we think we need to be focusing on when we really need to focus on the things that are going to actually propel our business and our brands forward that are going to bring us in the money because that's what we want. Those are the needle movers. So things that will actually generate revenue, generate followers, email subscribers, uh, email subscribers, etc. That's what we want to focus on. So for example, a good example of this one is a landing page versus a website. So many people are stuck on having the perfect website and waiting for that to go out before launching the brand or launching the product or launching the service. When in all reality, you guys, you could do a landing page that you can create yourself within like an hour and then it's out there. Focus on that. That's the needle mover. The needle mover is just getting it out there, right? So if your goal is to get it out there, you can't sit there and take time building a website, which is going to take you months to do. Or if you if you have the, the finances to hire someone to do it, sure, it'll get done quicker. Um, but if you're not in that uh, situation, the goal is to focus on the needle mover. The needle mover is to get it out there. And even let's back it up even before a landing page. In all reality, you could put an offer out there link it to your Venmo account and boom. And when I say put it out there, like literally write the context of a post, have it out there, have the link in Venmo or have the link in um, Square. You could do the link in PayPal and then they click on the link and pay for the product or service without having a landing page, without having a website. Right there, that's the low hanging fruit. 
That's what you, that's the needle mover. So that's what we want to focus on. I want to change your minds a little bit with that. Cause so many people think that in order to launch a brand or in order to launch a product, you have to have the website set up and you have to have the Instagram site set up and you have to have Facebook done and ready to go. And you have to have X, Y, and Z amount of people in your email subscriber list. No, you just have to talk about it and put the offer out there and have a place, a place where they can pay for it. That's it. That's the low hanging fruit. That's the needle mover. So we need to focus on the needle movers. And let's be real. A lot of people are scared to focus on that aspect because that's actually putting it out there. So if that's what is holding you back, the fear, let's face through that fear, get through that and just put it out there. Okay. Um, many of us focus on fluff. I call it fluff rather than things that will actually propel your business forward. So I like using the website as an example, because that's one that I hear all the time from clients. They're like, oh, my website's not ready to go. I can't put it out there. No, you can still put it out there. And you guys can actually, if you go to my personal page today, I'm going to be announcing something. My website was supposed to launch. My new website was supposed to launch October, right? First week of October. So I, I can't remember if it was October 1st or October 2nd, um, whatever that Tuesday was. Anywho, it didn't because we're still fixing up stuff on the back end but I'm still gonna put the offer out there. I'm, I'm on a, a time limit here because my offer is closing. So I have to get it out there. So the website's still not up, it's still not done, but I will be putting the offer out there and I'll be letting people know, you can send me a private message, you can comment below, reach out to me, send me a text message and let me know if you're interested and we'll discuss it. But I'm not gonna not put it out there because the website's not done yet. And I've learned this from experience. So rock with me on this one. I promise you put it out there regardless if it's done or not. Okay. Um, with that being said as well, uh, one more thing with the needle movers, what I like to say, I focus on different goals daily for myself. And I do do like a goals list for the day. I want to give you the advice that has helped me stick to smaller amounts of goals per day. And for us, you know, I know this mixes in as entrepreneurs, it's personal and business, and they kind of overlap all the time. So when you're picking what your needle movers are for the day, I really keep it to one to three things minimally a day or minimally max a day, one to three things max. So that way I know, okay, so for Thursday, I have to do X, Y, and Z. The first thing I always do is whatever I don't want to do. So whatever task it is that I'm not looking forward to doing, that's the one that I do first on my list. And then I take it from there. So I hope that helps you like with the needle movers for the day. That's kind of how I uh, break it down for myself. So I use this whole needle mover mentality with my personal stuff daily, as well as my business daily. And they, like I said, they overlap and I do three things max. And I'm like, okay, these are the three things. And then if I'm able to move on from those three, great. Some days I could get five things done. Some days I get one thing done and that's it. And I celebrate because um, it's hard. This stuff is hard, you guys. So needle movers are going to bring you forward. Are there any questions about specific needle movers or things that you may be struggling with that you're not sure if it is a needle mover or not? And feel free to ask in the chat or you can raise your hand if you have a question. Not right now. Okay, perfect. If you do have any questions, I know within our minds, 
we think certain things might be needle movers when in reality they're not. So if you get to that point where you're like, hmm, is this something I should be focusing on? Let us know in the club and we'll help you out. Like, yes, this is definitely something you should be doing because um, that'll help you when it comes to figuring out what to focus on, okay? And then the last thing that I have here, and you guys already know all about it, champagne popping moments. In the club, in my mastermind, in my one-on-ones, we refer to champagne popping moments as those moments that we take time to celebrate. We celebrate all things, whether they are small or large. It could be literally organizing your room and you have a champagne popping moment because it took you months to get your room to look like that. It's all about enjoying the journey of life and not just the destination. So the joy is all in that journey. And I want you guys to remember that and to focus on that. So every Thing that we do and every um, thing that we attain or goal that we get, we want to celebrate with this champagne popping moment. And, and I know within the club, we talk about it's actual champagne or wine, but it doesn't have to be. I just call them champagne popping moments. It could be chocolate. It could be Diet Coke. It could be, I don't know, whatever that, getting yourself flowers, a new candle, whatever that looks like to you. You just want to take a moment and celebrate the fact that you reached this goal or you obtained this thing, whatever that is. Um, I have here celebrate the journey, the small wins, don't forget why you started. And that's all about your why. And that's why it's so important to kind of celebrate the journey itself rather than just focusing on the actual goals. Um, so don't forget about your why either. And every time I'm like, what are your champagne pop moments? Let's talk about them. And I want you guys to start talking about them more within the club as well. Let us know, hey, I was able to do this. Champagne popping moment happened. Woohoo. So we can celebrate with you too. All right. Any questions about those things? I'm actually going to go back and, and uh, list them one more time. So the first thing again is just start. Remember, done is better than perfect. Whatever ideas in your mind, go and start it. Don't wait. Number two is you are the brand. It's all about you, you, your journey, your why, why you started, why you're doing this, why this idea came to you. It's all about you. You are the brand. Number three is talk about it. Talk about it until your face turns blue and then talk about it more. Even if you think you're annoying people, you're not. Continue to talk about it over and over and over again. Number four is listen to feedback. Feedback is so important from your customers, from your consumers, from your family, from your friends. Listen to what they have to say. Number five is stay consistent. And that's staying consistent with working on the brand itself, as well as putting content out there for your followers. Both, you want to stay consistent, even if that means only 15 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day is better than none, right? So stay consistent. Number six is community. Make sure you are surrounded by like-minded individuals, those that understand what you're going through. And I will say something with that. If it is like a significant other, best friend, parent, more power to you. But in all honesty, more times than not, than not it's not going to be that. You're going to have to look outside of that and really understand that you have to find a group of individuals that knows what you're going through. Um, number seven is focus on the needle movers. Let's pick out the fluff, get rid of the fluff, focus on the thing that is going to move your business 
forward. And number eight is celebrating those champagne popping moments. All right. Any questions? And you could totally take yourself off mute or ask in the chat. Angie is Christina. Hi. I just want to say that the session today was needed immensely. And I am so thankful for you and just sharing these golden nuggets because as we know, many people aren't open to sharing and you putting yourself out there and just helping us and women of color grow and letting us know that we can too do it. And I keep reminding myself, done is better than perfect because we are perfectionists. So I just wanted to take the time to say thank you. Like, because I don't know, for me, those two words go a long way. And I just wanted to show my um, appreciation of what you do for us. Oh, thank you so much, Christine. I'm, I'm an emotional basket today. So hope I don't get teary-eyed, but thank you so much. That means the world to me. And I have to say for you, I'm so proud. Like, congratulations on your launch. We can't wait to see what's next. I hope it's going well. Um, and I'm so excited for you. Monique, you're so, oh, Monique says, no questions and love this session. Many gems dropped. You're so welcome. All right, I'm going to stop the recording. Just hang tight, you guys, for me. Yay!